song it's like so gut-wrenching and the way he was singing it i was like it's gonna be okay man like i don't know why you're <laughs> yeah. sad but like yeah, yes. Simon, yeah, Simon, yes. guy. what you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a miracle Hello everybody, welcome to Pub Stomp, a podcast about games, TV shows, movies, and pop culture in general. Every episode, we discuss topics that we find interesting. Come join our shenanigans. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pub Stomp Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It's a TV show, TV series, and we'll get into it before. Man, it's back from Sin City. What's up, Mexi? <laughs> yo, yo. What's up, Tyler? Hey. Uh, all right, but as always, we have some some things that we missed. The last episode from Army of the Dead. Mexi, tell us, what did we miss in the first 40 seconds? <laughs> so I was perusing the internet, as one does, and then I was like, let's see what other people say about Army of the Dead. And I was shocked to find out that in the first 40 seconds, you can see UFOs. And I was like, nah, that's a lie. That's not true. And then I went to go look at it for myself, and it was there. And I was like, oh, how did we miss this? Like a whoosh, whoosh. I don't know <laughs> yeah, how we missed it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I was, I was giving Mexi crap because I was like, oh, Mexi, why don't you sit down and watch the movie? But it's just super early. 40 seconds in the movie. If you're not watching it, you're going to miss yeah. it. Uh, yeah, so man, like you when you're getting comfy it. on the couch, turning off your phone, saying the text like, hey, watching a movie, talk to you later. Like, boom, you missed it. <laughs> yeah, you missed it. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So it, this goes back to what Maxi was saying on our episode about this movie, that this was supposed to be an alien slash zombie movies, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the stuff they forgot to like erase. But I guess they, they're going to roll with it. They're going to roll with it. Well, I think they're still sticking to that zombie thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. alien zombie. It's so weird, man. I, I'm, I'm excited for the prequel anime that's coming out, and then the prequel okay. movie. It's going to be good. Okay, we'll see. But yeah, go watch it, because it's actually pretty cool. First 40 seconds, look at the look at the sky. You'll see two lights, and they're going to move. So don't blink. <laughs> All right, and with that out of the way, also, Loki came out. Was it this week? I guess the week of June 10th. Mm-hmm. Something ninth. Two ninth. Comes out on Wednesdays now. Yeah, it comes out on Wednesdays, right? So mm-hmm. first episode, kick it off. What do you guys think? It's good. Good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I don't know how One they're of... doing these movie quality TV shows, but it's it's great. Because they got that Disney money, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Disney money. Yeah. It was pretty well done. I um I think I of course I haven't seen a lot of these movies, so I missed a lot of context. All I know, mm-hmm. so is this hap- what happened at the beginning where Loki escaped? Was that at the end of some movie? It is not at the end. It's in the middle of Infin- not Infinity War Endgame, so the last okay. Avengers movie. Okay, <clears throat> they're uh, they're getting the they're traveling in time and picking up the Infinity Stones from different points in time. And like this happens in the middle of that, which in the movie it's happening during the first Avengers movie. <laughs> I see. So he does escape. So in in the movie he does escape and he does disappear. In the movie of Endgame, yes. It's very in, subtle though. It's like you could miss it. 
in the sacred timeline, as they say, he does not escape. So what is this? So is the show Loki on the sacred timeline, or is that something else entirely? Something it's where time doesn't exist. The null time zone. No, Ooh. no, but he does escape somewhere. Escapes somewhere else, right? So he he takes the yeah. The he block. just escapes to another. So what happens is he escapes to another point in time or another place on Earth. But because yeah. he escaped and didn't get captured like he's supposed to, he created a branch timeline. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what's going. So yeah, so I would like to point out that that it that like whatever in- infomercial commercial cartoon that they showed at the mm-hmm. at the lobby that explained how the timelines work. Was actually kind of informational for me as a newcomer <laughs> into the world. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's the, the police. You messed up. You go out of your timeline. You go back into where you belong, or get erased from the timeline entirely. So that was pretty. That was pretty sweet. Was that? It, they explained that in Endgame actually too. Okay. Where okay. like okay. if you leave, if you don't put things back in their spot where they're supposed to be, it creates a branch timeline. Mm-hmm. So and it was there for you. Gotcha. It was, yeah, for me, yeah, I figured because it was a cartoon. So I was like, okay, yeah, I was like, we cannot waste time with actors. Straw cartoon, it would be good. Uh, it was like the Jetsons. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I had a question about the was it the three timekeepers? The mm-hmm. are those a thing in the movie as well, or is no, it just that's, in this, this universe? In the, well, okay. it is in this universe. Everything's the MCU now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Not this universe, but in this show. In this yeah, this is the first show. reference. Okay, cool, cool, nice. I'm excited about that because it, it kind of sounds pretty, pretty ominous. Why three? Why not two? Why not one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ooh. like they're starting to do like deep cuts Marvel stuff. Like you need to know Marvel to like, and this is where like the edge of my knowledge starts coming in because I don't know like all this stuff. Like I know, but I don't know kind of thing, you know? Oh, you know? <laughs> I was going to ask yeah, you man. some questions. I mean, yeah, you man. can ask and I can try to explain it. <laughs> you know, Gotta go hit huh? the books, man. You know, maybe I did before this episode. You don't know. Test me. <laughs> Test me, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but it is, it's really cool. I, you were some, you mentioned earlier, like, you weren't super excited about it. You're kind of like, meh. But, like, the repercussions of the show. One, Kevin Feige already said that this is going to be the biggest Marvel show that they have. That has the most effects in the world. Of, mm-hmm. in the MCU so that's exciting and then it makes more sense when you consider what this show is about right because you're talking about the time variant whatever it's called TVA I forget, that's all I remember yeah. agency time yeah. variance agency right so mm-hmm. they're the ones that keep the timelines intact right yes but we already know that the next Doctor Strange movie is Multiverse of Madness we already know Spider-Man is doing some kind of multiverse thing. And we know that Ant-Man and the Wasp, the next one is called Quantumania, that also has one King the Conqueror and time traveling. So, like, three movies coming up that all deal with time traveling and multiverses. So something's going to happen to the TVA here, right? Like, yeah, like that's what you're getting to. So and the reason why I was like sending all those yawn emojis is because for me, like stuff that deals with time travel, it's like usually it has to be done really well. And if it's not, not if it's not done really well, it kind of leaves a lot of holes. And it's like, how does this work? And then the other issue with time travel is that if there's a time if there's time travel, that means there is like uh, everything's already set in stone, right? There's there's a destiny, and you're 
and that path is already carved right no matter what and they touched a little bit on the beginning of the show like everybody's path is already carved there's already a path for everybody you're gonna do what you're gonna do so it gives you a sense of hopelessness right and that's why i have a problem with shows that deal with time travel but it, because but it it's, there's doesn't no, right it doesn't they're right because they're explaining that if you don't do what you're supposed to it creates branches and yeah, that starts creating whack you back into it what if they're not there though see like this is why it's exciting because they're like they're showing you the destruction of the tva which may or may not happen i don't know but considering that there's all these multiverse movies coming out it's like uh where are they doing those movies huh like <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing that's that's my issue with time travel it's always it's kind of hard to like like it everything is said everything happens for a reason and everything is already supposed to happen because you mm-hmm. can if you can travel to the past you can travel to the future so and the, and that traveling is what is already supposed to happen right so i don't know it, it's confusing. you want to hear a theory that blows your mind all right what's oh, up because oh, oh, oh. they've been talking about this since the falcon and the winter soldier so if you guys look at the shield that like not Bucky has that uh the Falcon has, or I'm gonna call him Falcon because that's how I remember his name. His um name. his shield is not the same shield that Steve Rogers went into the past with. Oh. So mm. the theory out there is that Captain America went into the future where the Falcon is the the Captain America and brought that shield back so that when he says this is your shield, like when he's like when uh, Falcon is like, oh, this feels like somebody else's, and he says, no, it's yours, it's because it's actually his from the future. Whoa! Yeah, but that's that's what I mean, right? Like, it's it's confusing, because he went to the future to grab his shield and then give it back, so that loop always happened if time is to travel in the way that we think, right? So that's why it's not really like... It's like a loop, and I it gets super confusing to talk about, but if you mm-hmm. just ignore that fine it's his shield but that's cool though that's cool i don't want to like rain on your parade that's just my I mean, personal i'm just saying time travel is like weird man <laughs> time, yeah exactly time travel is weird and i don't like it uh, <laughs> makes me feel weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah makes me feel confused i don't like feeling dumb uh <laughs> but oh one one other thing uh mm-hmm. the detective i like the, the actor is pretty cool he's funny uh mm-hmm. his name is mobius right then mm-hmm. it was that a reference to like Mobius Strip? You guys know what that is? You know the, it. Yeah, yeah. Was, was it? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It so comes up like, a couple oh, of times in Marvel. Time looping yeah. on itself. Oh snap! Yeah. I was like, oh, you in guys the like first clever. movie in the Iron oh, Man does movie. It? Oh, well, I don't know if it's the first Iron Man movie, but one of the Iron Man movies, he uses the Mobius the shape uh, mm. to do something. I forget what, but it comes up. Okay. Cool. I, I just caught it on this guy. I was like, oh, the, the guy's name Mobius. I wonder if it's because of the time thing or like the, the, the looping thing. It definitely so. comes out in Infinity, uh, an Endgame when he's trying to figure out how time travel works. Mm-hmm. And then he's all like, look, it's a Mobius trip. Ooh. Uh, oh. You know. Okay, cool. I hate time travel. That's just me. But hey, I okay. think just on the, the detective thing that you guys were talking about, detective story, I mm-hmm. think that alone... And actually, Loki, the actor, his character is pretty cool too. He's funny, and man, I felt it when he was crying, when he's like yeah. showing him dying, and like his mom dying. I was like, <gasps> "It's okay." Yeah. So that's another thing, right? Is a, is this another t- attempt at Disney trying to make us look at the bad guy and feel bad for the bad guy, kind of like they did with Cruella? 
No, because in the in the sequence of the show, Loki is more like an anti-hero than a villain. Uh, so it's already set up. Thing. It's already a set precedent that he's a good guy, but not really. He's like, like the Punisher. Yeah. Okay, so he's he not a good comes guy. Around. But not he's a not guy. a villain, but he's not a good guy either. He's like, you know, I play both sides, and hopefully, I come out mm. on top. Gotcha. But we saw his feature, so yikes, boy. I mean, we saw his presence because <laughs> they happened in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, this is all new, man. Yeah, uh, I understand. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, watch it. It's good. I think it's worth watching. It's definitely. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes of credits at the end. Don't watch those. <laughs> or do because they sometimes sneak in little yeah. cred- after credit scenes and stuff. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. It's like 10 minutes of credits. It's like Jesus. Uh, fine. 10 minutes are just the translations too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. If you guys are done with that segment, do you guys want to get into the uh, main topic here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this yeah. This is a good All show. Right. So, so round table, right? So, so, yeah, yeah. I got Tyler mm-hmm. excited. Let's go, Tyler. Did you <laughs> like it? Did you like this series? I love the show. Yeah. I was watching it with my fiance. I knew Mexi liked um, like musicals, so I... I told him you should watch it. I didn't think he would like it as much as he does. But then, yeah, it's an awesome show. It's unique. I haven't seen anything like it. So. Okay, cool, cool. Nice. Uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go next. Um, so I, I, overall, I did like the show. I'm not a big musical Liar. person. And I will, say, I will say I did skip a lot of the songs because <laughs> I just didn't care. Uh, but I will give, I'll give it points. Songs. I'll give it points for I'll give it points for this being. It's a very original and unique take, but it's just super whiny, and I just can't. I just it's just like it's like good in the way of like like uh, I don't know. Nacho cheese is good, but it's not good for. It's just felt like like junk food. You know what I'm saying? Junk food TV. I don't know. If, I don't know how to explain this. Ouch. I did enjoy it, but that's how it felt for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mexi, go ahead. <laughs> I understand what he's saying. He's he's saying it's not the wire. Like Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, not, you're not like thinking yes. about this. It's just like you watch it and, uh, you watch it like, oh yeah, let's get some of this more cake stuff, you know, eat it. Yeah, mm, delicious. But it's like there's not, not a lot of substance, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that, I mean that's that's fair. That's fair. Except season one. Season one had had some heavy moments. Um, <laughs> but we can get. Into I think it the show is really well done. I liked all most of the episodes. I think the main character could go away, and the show would still be as good. Um, but overall, it's a really strong showing, and I'm super disappointed on what we're gonna cover towards the end of the show. But T Max all the way. <laughs> Team Max. <laughs> Team Max. All right. So, so before we get into any specific topic, so obviously we cannot we cannot cover the whole story. But Mexi, mm-hmm. give us a, the two line or three line summary of what the seasons are about. Okay. That, that way we can. Well, set we'll the stage. go for the premise of the show first. First, girl super emo. She's a, a software engineer in Apple wannabe. Um, <laughs> she gets a headache, goes through an MRI scan. Being in California, earthquake, she gets superpowers. Now she can feel people's emotions through music. And then first season, it's her basically going through and 
learning how to deal with the death of her father that is impending and it's very impending they make it very obvious yeah. from the beginning and then mm -hmm. second season is how she deals with her father being dead as well as living life and relationships and things like that and that's it it's great yeah yeah it's great it's 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 good summary it's great and of course there's a lot of stuff that happens in between but yes that's that's yeah. the premise so so yeah so i guess that, so so <laughs> tyler pitched this show to us uh oh pitched it to mexi mexi was like show me a good scene mexi was like i'll watch it cute girl click <laughs> i'll click it's fine and for me i started watching first 20 minutes i was like i, I can't watch this i'm done <laughs> but I, I powered on through and the reason for that is because they did something very offensive and they called software developers they call them coders and i was like i can't <laughs> that I can't do hurt. this I can't, I can't i can't do this i picture that it's the, same, the thing. <laughs> it's the same thing like i can imagine doctors and nurses watching yeah. medical shows and just being, i know right it's just the most cringy thing ever so i right. i picture it as the same thing and just i just let it go and enjoy yeah. the show for the good parts yeah so that's why i stopped watching it but i came back you know i was like okay we'll ignore that mm -hmm. it's fine it's for the normies you know it's okay for the normies not no offense to anybody we're not it's fine it's okay, okay because... you're better off in this other world. <laughs> but that's the that's the premise, and uh, so the the meta, right? We're talking about like the show is original, and it's mm -hmm. it's unique because I don't know. Maybe you guys have seen more TV than I have, but I've never seen a full on like TV series that's a musical. There's been a couple. It's been a couple. Yeah. Been High School Musical, Glee. Glee. Okay. Yeah. Glee's the really popular but, one. Yeah, mm. but I think this one's quite a bit different than that. But I could be wrong. I actually haven't watched much of Glee. I've never seen those two, but I've heard, I've heard Glee is really cool, but never seen it, so don't know what what is it about. Um, Riverdale's kind of a musical too, in some points. Archie. But is it about? Yeah, but but this it's is unique the, in the way that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's unique in the way that it's presented, where like it's part of the plot. It doesn't just mm. happen because it happens like. Because it's her superpower, yeah. she needs to figure out why people are feeling a certain way, right? So yeah, yeah, so, right. yeah, exactly. It, so like her, it, it, it's meta. It knows it's a musical, and it's right because yeah. because yeah. she knows that only only Zoe, the main character, can hear the music, and mm -hmm. you're super, uh, you're not like a uh, because in normal normally in musicals they're like just doing their normal thing and then like making their toast, and all of a sudden they break out into a song, and everybody pretends it didn't happen, right? right. Uh, in this show. It, she knows it's happening. It, maybe it's happening only in her brain, right? But she's hearing somebody else's thoughts as her superpower, yep. as a musical. Right. So, like like Tyler said, very meta. And that's what's unique, I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. And the musical style was very different from song to song to fit the emotion of the scene. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I feel like a lot of musicals kind of have the same musical style throughout. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I feel like usually. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like somebody, whoever sat down, so somebody wrote the story, and then somebody else wrote, or I don't know, maybe the same person figure out which song fits because the songs were like dead on. Like there's a right. song for each type of feeling, and that was pretty cool. Right, that and sometimes like, oh, it was like cool. sometimes it was like the lyrics fit the feeling, and yep. sometimes it was the song, the tone fit the feeling. Mm -hmm. It was the music was really good. 
Yeah. I don't think they could have done much better with the music, honestly. <clears throat> That's kind of what hooked me for the first episode. Can I talk about my first favorite song? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Man. Go for it. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when so when Tyler first told us the song and he was like, should I ask him for a scene? I was like, I'm not feeling this, like, but I'll watch it anyways. Wow. <laughs> I went for a part... funny scene, by the way. I, that was my bad. It was it's a okay. miss. But anyways, go ahead. So when I saw the first episode and then you're introduced to the character of Simon and then he's singing Mad World by Tears for Fear, I was like, oh my God. If you guys haven't heard, yeah. if you've never heard that song, it's like so gut-wrenching. And the way he was singing it, I was like, it's going to be okay, man. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're <laughs> yeah. sad. But like, yeah, yes. Simon. Yeah, Simon, yes. poor guy. Uh, and this character, you later find out that his dad committed suicide and that's why he's singing the song. But like, yeah. it's it was so moving to me like i was just like bro what is yeah. happening and i was hooked from that moment i was hooked i love that song too so they they helped yeah so, so is that your first favorite song because you said you had two. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably only two i wrote down four <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my favorite song of that season like that performance yeah. song scene is probably my favorite one um yeah. I mean, Simon is a good singer, and you could tell. And he's a good performer, yes. too. So I think yeah. that anything he, he did, I think, was pretty good. Yeah. That's a good Boss. point, too. Is Not all of them were good singers. <laughs> no. But Ooh, but it's okay. Character. It, but it's okay, though. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. I think they, they played to everyone's strengths. Yeah. Do, do you, you guys have a favorite, favorite? I mean, I mean, yeah. Tyler said he has four, so he must at least have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mad World is definitely on my list. Uh, but I, I think my favorite was The Sound of Silence. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Because Disturb does a remix of The Sound of Silence. And mm -hmm. that that Disturb, or not remix. Yeah, remix? Whatever. Cover? Cover. 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 Yeah. yeah, they do a cover of The Sound of Silence. And that is one of my favorite songs ever, just the cover of it. And... Uh, this kind of reminded me of that it's it's her her dad who's dying and he, he's singing the sound of silence because he has this rare neurological disease and he can't really talk to anyone uh, and yeah that was another moving scene but the song is also awesome okay i have three uh, favorite songs damn it, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah and it's not even uh, this one let trigo go first and then we'll go yeah, into yeah. other ones <laughs> yeah so i only have one that like comes to mind and then uh because you like, fast forwarded through half of them no 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 i i mean okay so I'll, I'll come out i'm not a big music person i don't listen to a lot of music i don't like i'm not cultured mm -hmm. but so it's more like what what i could relate more with and that's when uh max was singing uh, numb uh in front of his dad right okay because because oh, yeah. as as yeah. i mean it's just like you always want you want you want to be good for them right you want to yeah. show like hey i'm doing well and yeah. like he could feel the rejection, like the okay, sure, I'll I'll I'll, yeah. I'll support whatever yeah. you're doing, but I don't really care. Uh, like I don't so that's believe what, in like, it. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, th that's what that's what gets it, it got to me, right? So it's like ah, mm -hmm. I, I I and that yeah. stuck with me. So Max singing to his in front of his dad, and I was like, ah, that man, was that's, brutal. That's rough. That's rough, man. It's rough. I, I you know it. what's funny about that? Is I told you he was gonna sing numb, and you're like, <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> you're like, oh, whatever. But when <laughs> you see him. Yeah, I was like, how good could it be? He's like, gosh, shut up, Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, man. Max. 
I believe in you. Uh, uh, anyway, if anybody has a happy moment song, I would love it right now. I don't. Oh, I got two of those. Mine, mine is kind of happy. So, like at the end of the first episode, when you first like when her her power first triggers with her dad, so that she can finally hear her dad. And like he's trying to explain, like cheer her up about you know it's gonna be fine, like you're gonna be okay, kind of like the true color song. I was bawling during that scene because I was like, oh, your dad is still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because throughout the throughout the first episode, they're kind of making it seem like the dad is brain dead because he's just staring mm-hmm. at a wall. But like yeah. that moment where you're like, she needs she needs her dad so bad. And then he'd like start singing. I was like, it's too beautiful. I can't handle this. It's a good thing I sit here alone. Yeah, Yeah, that that, that was pretty. pretty That scene was super well done because he's like started singing when the camera was off of him. Yeah. And then he comes in, uh, comes in a frame. Oh, it was big. It was big. big, Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about what, what does the fox say? That was a happy one. I don't know how they fit that into this show, but they did. Yeah, just... getting Simon to sing that randomly. What does the yeah. fox sing? And then actually, yeah. like, oh god, yeah, I know, man. That's some, was was, what year was that? Like twenty fourteen, something like uh, that. Seventeen? I don't know. Was all back. twenty fourteen, uh, maybe. I don't let, know. Me see, let me see. Let me see. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious, man. It's good times. Oh man. Uh, my, my last one was Starships. That's when a good they were scene. singing it when they were high. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awesome. I don't know the, the song, but the video, but like the, the way they were performing it was super funny because it fit well exactly with, with mm-hmm. the yeah. feeling. So, yep. yeah. Spot on. That's oh, good. Man. Good, good. I mean, my final favorite. See, like, I only like the really sad songs, and it's just because it, like, <laughs> I felt them. Like, uh,. When Max and and Zoe are fine. spoilers, <laughs> when they're finally like dating, right? Yeah. And like their relationship is kind of falling apart, and Max sings that song, the "Say Something." I was like, "I oh, feel yeah. you, Max. I yeah. feel." Yeah. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Max stand man. He is by far the best character in the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Max, I'll take it back. Max and Mo tied. Like yeah. uh, every time yeah. Max sings or even like Max is missing, I feel for the guy. I'm like a little piece of me is like, I understand you. I understand Max. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so I guess they'll, they'll move to the next questions I wanted to ask. Like, what was your favorite yeah, character? Yeah. So you said Max was your favorite character in the Max um, and Mo. Max and Mo. Yeah. yeah. Together they make Maximo. <laughs> Maximo. <laughs> I'm so glad they became up. friends too. Like in the show. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was yeah. good. Tyler, you have favorite characters? Yeah. Uh, Mo, I, Mo was in my list. And then I, I went with Tobin, which is a smaller uh, a smaller character. But I, I knew Max was going to be taken in some other. So Tobin, I think, <laughs> is a shockingly good character because you don't think he's going to be a good character in the beginning. He seems like a, like a filler character, kind of, a, mm-hmm. kind of uh, crude. And like he has a terrible sense of humor. And he's like misogynistic. And then, but his growth throughout the show is, is among the best of mm-hmm. all the characters. I think he grows in and he has some really clutch moments and I really like Tobin a lot, and, yeah, he's but like, I like he's Max. Like a programmer, and, right? Yeah. 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 He's like yeah. a programmer in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
But I like Max, and I like some of the others too. But Mo and Tobin, oh, definitely up there on my list. Yeah, so I, I will I will echo on Mo. Mo is a very like just a very very good character, and I think uh, super versatile. Is, yeah, exactly. The the role is like super big in this show for a lot of reasons. But I mean, they can sing. That's one mm-hmm. of them. Like that, yeah. they don't need auto tuning like everybody else. <laughs> but uh, my my other second uh, favorite is the the boss Lauren, I believe, the CTO of the, or yeah. whatever her the, the boss, and m- mostly because she's like kind of trying to like put this face as like as a woman and in, lead- in leadership. She's trying to put this face that she's a hard ass, but with Zoe, she opens up and she's like, "Hey, I'm just a person, and all these mm-hmm. bad things are happening to me." Yeah. And I'm dealing with them. So she also she kind of like disappeared in season two, but she kind of shows a lot of growth also. So and I'm I'm yeah. only picking I'm picking also different characters. Simon is also good, but I have problems with him at the beginning, and I could never get past those. So <laughs> uh, that's did you really have problems with Simon? Because I, I was it's, Team Max all the way, but it, it wasn't like I hated Simon. It was like I I, 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 yeah. I felt for Simon. I just thought Max was better for the main character. So. Yeah, I didn't so, hate Simon. It's just like this whole like like Zoe flirting with the guy that's engaged and that everything yeah. and the show was making it look like it was fine. Yeah, it felt like, a little like, gross. That was weird. <laughs> like you can't do they can't do that. Yeah. Like that's not like imagine if they switched the roles, right? Like it was a guy flirting with an engaged woman, like they would be like, No, can't do this. Like it's just no, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't yeah. it's, not, it's not cool. Twenty twenty one, man, you can do whatever you want. I think I, I know why they did it. So I had like some drama, just spiciness, but it's just like, yeah. it just feels wrong. And that's why like, ah, dude, like, you know what you're doing. You can't just do this. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I understand yeah, yeah. though, Simon's character. Cause like he's going through a lot and like this person's cheating and can read your mind. And she's like, Oh, like, why does my fiance not understand me? But this person does. What was me? Right, right. I get, I get it. I get it. He wasn't like nefarious um, about it, you know. But yeah. it, it did. I, I will say it did feel a little gross. I don't condemn <laughs> it either. But it, it wasn't like it was fully nefarious. I guess. Just, just yeah, it wasn't fully nefarious. But as an outsider, outsider, like you know what the right choice is. Like the right choice is like yeah. talking to this girl at work. Let mm-hmm. her do her own thing. You're gonna be engaged. Go get married to this other lady. Yeah. And move on your life. And if it doesn't work out and you guys get divorced, fine. All right. That's but an expensive in... thing, man. I, I mean, it that. is expensive, right? But you gotta see it through. You gotta see it through. Okay. It can't be like you know, like with what is it? What are they, how do they say your your hand in the in the jar while over there fucking? Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. That's personally, it just has some has some like boundary issues ethical boundary issues or more moral issues that i couldn't get past yeah yeah other otherwise the character was good i think all the characters had really good flaws like they showed you their flaws but they were good characters nonetheless yeah yep that's one i was impressed how good the characters were for for like for a musical show well i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know does that make it easier (laughs) to show their emotion no because i think they did they fleshed out a lot of characters like you're saying yeah, Tobin, yeah. like when you meet him he's very side character right but you're still understanding his character arc and it's pretty good yeah. the other character that i think i could relate to was uh i think uh, zoe's brother the david like when they have a kid they go from like having a kid he's doing his thing and like once he has a kid like he wants to just be at home with them so it's just like yeah. 
Like I know I kid around a lot that it's like uh, kids are demons and they're soul sucking <laughs> and all these things, but it's more. He like, actually does say that. Actually. It's just like, <laughs> dude. Like it's just once you cross that boundary over to the the fatherhood side, it's like it's like some love that you've never experienced before in your life, and it's different. It's like ah, I just want to be with you all the time. But you know, so I could relate with that. that That's way. a good take. Now that you bring that up. I think another under a super underrated character that gets more more better doesn't that sound right it gets better is uh uh that guy's wife i forget what her name was it's the brother's wife the brother's yeah. wife because she gets like the postpartum depression and oh, all Emily, that. Yeah. right yeah. they touched some big issues in the show i thought that was so well done like that episode where we like the way they introduced it it's a, it's a very good metaphor about how she's feeling because she has to like hide her feelings and it's like mixed emotions depending on who she's talking to and stuff. And I'm like, right. oh my god, like I feel so bad for you because up to this point you're kind of just a side character, <laughs> like yeah. and you have like real right. shit going on. You know, I thought that was really yeah. good. Yeah, well, so I think that's, that's a good point. Yep, and that's what, and that's the I guess just an overall. That's what this show did different than a lot of other shows. They're not hiding anything. Like we're now in 2021. Like all these things are real. Mm-hmm. And this TV show put them all in front of your face, and there was no like we're we're showing you something allegorically or like you're supposed to fill in the gaps. No, they tell you exactly what's happening: suicide, mm-hmm. um, uh, race and gender, mm-hmm. uh, inequalities at work, and stuff like that. They're all like front and center right like they're making you like they're not there's no guessing it's like here it is think about it it's real uh like uh postpartum like what you were saying pretty good stuff man yeah and honestly i think that's what really drew me into the show like this stuff was in your face they weren't hiding it they weren't shame coding it like when you meet mo and you start learning about mo and like her gender fluidness right yeah you're like it's so heartbreaking because like she's dealing with how much she loves her religion and stuff like that like it's a, you wouldn't think of such a big part of her life until they start going through that episode and like how she has to hide it but the like the priest i guess preacher it's like nah man i'm cool with it like i wish you didn't have yeah. to right like yeah. it was such yeah. a really cool like just seeing these issues be popped up right like it's so in your face and it's so good and it just kind of like I love just the way they're presented to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The cool thing is the actor actually, uh, or the character mimics the actor in real life somewhat. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's a similar story. Yeah, that's that's a complicated thing. And I think that's, I mean, I, I'm not an expert in it. I'm not going to touch it. I'll let you guys mm-hmm. explore it. But it's it's a gender fluidity. It's a thing that I hadn't been aware of. And mm-hmm. apparently it's a thing and it's 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 fine it's they they did not hide it they're not they're not mm-hmm. hide it they're not shy away from it they show it to you they present it to you in different ways and yep. it exists and it's there accept it it's 2021 motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no like yeah absolutely. every issue they show it's really good like it's exactly, not yeah. like it doesn't make you like hate something because they like put it in your face like oh right like because some people are really like something some shows are really overt about it or like look at this character like i was like whoa bro like why do we have to spotlight something that should just be normalized right <laughs> like right right yeah the the other thing is the the race and gender sec uh, episode mm-hmm. i think no sorry the, the race episode the one where they bring 
They talk about uh, so Simon is a, the algorithm is a racist. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. algorithm racist. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit in the documentary uh, a few weeks ago. That man, like algorithms are racist, like in a way because mm-hmm. they design them like not not to push on the spot, Tyler, but the white people. For hopefully you don't feel offended, <laughs> but it's just like white people are the main people designing these things from the top, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, it works for me. Ship it." And then like all of a sudden it's like, "Whoa, it doesn't work on like people of color. What the?" F-? So uh, so it's not inclusive, right? And they're making Simon yeah. do some like some shady PR things, like, "Hey, just say these things and that," and so that to to like. Uh, sweep things under the rug and he's like he's conflicted right so he wants to as a black man he wants to be promoted and stuff but at the same time he like wants to stand up for his right for what he believes in mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty that's pretty uh pretty hard and i think zoe at the time she's trying to be like hey let's talk about race but you just can't you can't do that like the people mm-hmm. that were talking about it were like people that were in positions of privilege which is kind of like it defeats the point right so well i think the way that you presented it for so is like, yes, it's bad. We'll fix it. But like, mm. she didn't understand the issue, right? Like right. the underlying issue with this. Which is such a realistic way to approach yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Cause what it's like, like, she, she wanted to do the right thing, but she didn't, she just didn't understand it. Like it's hard to understand what the right thing actually right. is. Right. Like, yeah. cause just fixing it and pretending nothing was wrong is just the same as brushing it under the rug. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, you're not fixing the issue. By the way, right. this is gonna be a self-serving comment, but I, when I got to that episode, I was so excited for you guys to watch it because we had just recorded our episode on the yeah. on the yeah. coded bias. So it's just yeah. like you yeah. guys gotta get to this episode. You guys gotta get to this yes. episode. Yeah, yeah, it ties exactly within because exactly what it happened in real life. Like yeah. this algorithm did not detect a person, a bl- black woman, right? And yeah. these things are out there now. And I was like, how could these be? Yeah, so, and that's yeah. just like the tip of like just as a part of it. Like, there's a lot of other other inequalities that are happening that are not detected. They're not a cut and dry. Like, I don't know. It, it's just they did a very good job at explaining kind of like what's happening. Mm-hmm. The people who are not affected by this are the one proposing solutions, when they should be like take a backseat, chill out, let them work it out. Um, yep. But it's good stuff, man. I get hot. It's so hard to like shit on the show because it does a lot of good things right in my opinion right 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 mm-hmm. oh man but uh and the other hard topic that i want to address before we move into lighter stuff is the, mm-hmm. the i think f- the first season was kind of based around or was setting you up for death and dealing with grief right mm-hmm. and and that like his dad had a psp and I mm-hmm. think that they, they made it on they did that on purpose. Like they want you to put a focus on that disease specifically. To yeah. See how it affects people's lives. And uh it's the writer's it's kind of, dad yeah. passed away. Writer, exactly. Yeah. So he wants to want to be like, look, this is a thing. I'm gonna I'm writing the show, do this thing uh, and dedication for his for his father. So that is that is pretty pretty sad, man. Like seeing somebody like slowly deteriorate over time to the point where like they can no longer uh function so that's they um like zoe was grieving for a long time and that's something that's pretty hard um which so, is not even just that it's like dealing with the process right so like them going to the cemeteries and funeral homes to like we need to get ready to you know when your dad passes away in x weeks or something because the right. timeline is super short right like, like they're saying right. it's like weeks or months away yeah and like yeah. 
having to deal with like going to find this for your parents it's like oh so hard to see <laughs> like yeah yeah like it's not real right uh, so it's uh, it's uh i will say i legit cried every episode of season one because it's just like everything was so heartbreaking to me every time they dealt with the dad and like she with the dad dying yeah it's just like oh that's rough when they go through <laughs> all like you said they go through all the stages yep. you know mm-hmm. like they try to get him they get him a nurse or, or in home in home care mm-hmm. and it's like they go through all the stages and they do it really fast like one episode after another it's rough if you've yeah, ever been through like at least some of that i think everybody can relate to some of the yeah. stages yeah so so and just personally speaking like grief man take care of your grief because it, it, it eats you in, from inside so that's one thing that i don't know if they touched a lot on the show she was wallowing for a long time instead of actually doing what she did at the in the, in the second season which is seek help mm-hmm. and uh yeah go go to the well, i the think doctor but that was yeah. the point of the second season. oh it's yeah. just how does she deal with life after her dad because like in the first couple episodes she's just like they had the six week time skip right and where she was just like i'm living at home nothing's wrong da, 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 until she actually had to deal with the world and then everything fell apart um but yeah that oh man that final scene ah but the first season when they're singing American Pie, it's like right in the feels. Ugh. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it ends here. It's just like when the day the music dies and it's quiet. Like, oh, it's too hard. Too, too hard. hard too hard. Or like, uh, oh my God. Then when she's dancing right, like right before the dad dies and he's like doing that final dance with the daughter. And I was just like, oh, it's so hard. So hard to watch. Cause you know it's coming like you know that episode they're yeah. they're not shying away they're like he's dying today and if you're like even as a viewer i was like i'm not ready like i'm not ready to watch this happen yeah man yeah oh all right well mm-hmm. season two is a little bit lighter well oh um, man it's, there's a lot of love love triangle things going on <laughs> circles that's where I like eh, lost a little bit of interest because it's like Zoe can't make up her mind who does she like Simon or Max and Max and Simon become friends which is a little confusing I guess that's cool Sam and sorry Simon and Max and Mo are friends mm-hmm. and Zoe is like in the middle of all that so I mean I can understand how you're friends with somebody but like it's yeah it's a little weird the love triangle going on there but. Yeah. Without that love triangle, you wouldn't get the scene of them almost doing it, where, where or Max is trying to not think about having sex, so he starts like singing the baseball song and then mixes a sex song in the middle of it. Funniest scene I, in the show. I can't believe that wasn't one of our favorite songs. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a little awkward. Yeah, it's a little weird. So- it's a great scene. Don't get me wrong. I think it's one of the funnier scenes ever. And true talent from Max, but it's not like super memorable in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> but when he sings the two songs at the same time, skill. It's definitely it was pretty skill. good. Yeah, because yeah. he's going yeah. back and forth between uh, between "Take Me Out to the Ballpark" and what was the other song? It was like a love song. Uh, yeah, it's one from Boys to Men. I forget what song it is. Yeah. I'll make love to you, isn't it? 
I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll post the link because I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, so it's so well done. Yeah. So that, yeah. So that's that's that was it. Max, like we said before, he's definitely the better singer and performer of all of them. So he's it's worth watching just for him. Yeah, he's the one I, from Glee, I'll, right? Oh, is yeah. he? I didn't know. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think he was. Or or not Glee, but uh, um, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect, yes, he's from yeah, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. So okay. he has, so he, yeah, that's he's his done thing. this before. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's all. I mean, there's all the also another love stuff going on with uh, Mo, and he does find the married man. So they explain that complications with that. Somebody that has kids. So. Sorry, not married. Well, he's divorced. divorced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Misspoke there. Sorry. Crucial detail. She's not. (laughs) Yeah, she's not doing anything bad. She's over the table stuff. Uh, So, (laughs) and then, so, but but I think Maxi told me about the the biggest biggest things of the bromances between Leaf and Tobin. You know, when uh, when Leaf finds another girl. Oh wait, yeah, the seat, the the boss lady. Yeah. all sad because he's like oh man we used to be bros now you're over there chasing skirt yeah. a beast. see this this show has everything <laughs> bromances yeah, has romances everything. Yeah. drama yeah. so yeah so while i didn't like it for different reasons i think the whole is the show is wholesome it has a lot of stuff going on and you, you're gonna like it. you're gonna like it. but it's, it's not there so so it's it's like you're saying it's good junk food you can watch it and you feel good about yourself unless you're me and you're crying every episode of season one <laughs> no it's heavy it's heavy it's heavy it is yeah, heavy. It's heavy yeah but it's definitely worth watching in my cool. opinion yeah but but that ending though that ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean it's spoilers here spoiler town max getting the power what wtf how does that even yeah. work yeah yeah, how does that even work when they cancel the damn show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were skirting yeah. that one. I thought we were being, being dramatic. Now. Yeah, no, no, it's all out of the bag, man. So NBC, I guess, announced that they're not gonna they're not gonna renew it. Somebody might renew it, but I think it's I think it's done. I think it ended in a good spot. Shut your mouth. Look, Zoe, Zoe got Max. Max got Zoe, which I think I still think that that was. Not a good thing because I mean, Max is such a good guy. The whole show, and Zoe's so, just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go do these things and uh, forget it. Man. Zoe I'm doesn't deserve it. Max. Yeah. Just throwing that's it out my, there. That's my take. But, but yeah, Tyler, do you have any thoughts? Do you, do you want more? Do you is that is that it for you? Uh, I'm com- I'm conflicted. Yes, I want more. Uh. But it also, it's kind of perfect in my mind. It's so I don't want them to ruin it. I don't want them to drag it out and and, and ruin it. And I know with the with the end with Max getting the powers, uh, as long such as they have a, a plan, it, yeah, it's such a cliffhanger. I want to see more, but I don't want them to ruin it. So, that's yeah, fun. yeah, that's the thing. I think they had plans to make a, a third season, but I think it yeah. ends. I think it's fine if it ends. I, I know Max, you know you want more, but. If it ends here, it wouldn't be a bad two seasons. So that's yeah. I'm good saying. either way. I w- I would yeah. definitely take more though. Absolutely. I I hate when things don't have a proper ending. Even if it's bad and I hate the ending, I just want to see it. Like leaving it as a cliffhanger to me is like the biggest 
slap in the face because it's just like really like like it's it's not a it's not a cliffhanger it they live happily ever after why when not, they were surprised like oh i have your powers what does this mean you know now like, they both yeah. understand the world in the same way now they can finally be happy together i don't know man <laughs> like, uh yeah i'm okay i'm okay with that it's just honestly like i said I'm not a big musical person, so I skipped all those songs. I didn't know them anyways. Like, okay, I get the gist. I know you guys are feeling skip, skip, skip. Because uh, they're long. It's long episodes, man. It's like 40 minutes. I, just, I was trying to rush through it so I can get to these so we can talk about it. Uh, but, yeah. I, I think I think well, two seasons are solid. They're worth watching. I want closure. Uh, that's my, my final. <laughs> you want closure, yeah. Well, maybe somebody will pick it up. I think so, I think there's a high chance that somebody picks it up for for funding. Papa Bezos, come on, please. Yeah. Papa Bezos, <laughs> you're getting oh, that grant money for going to space. You know, means you can he, pay for this. He already he's gonna step down from CTO, so he doesn't care anymore. He's doing space space things now, man. Yeah, man. man. Look, man, he can, he can <laughs> save this one last thing. Okay, he can leave the Earth behind after he saves this. He did it for the expanse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. With that, I guess, okay, let's wrap it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks. So. You guys are All right. Next week. It's going to be a good one next week. I can feel it yep. in my gonads. Yeah, another musical. All right. <laughs> Peace. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a star, heart, or leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube at Pubstomp Podcast. That's P-U-B-S-T-O-M-P-O-D-Cast. For more episodes, go to anchor.fm slash Pubstomp. Music provided by 99Lives. Credits are in the episode description.